Hi, and welcome to the Crit Hit Wild podcast, where we talk about all things MCP, and we bring up a new character every week. I'm your interim host, Fred. I'm Brad, and when does interim turn into host? Uh, good question. I'm still not willing to take on that mantle. Whenever I'm willing to take that mantle, that's when it, when it happens. Who else we, is here? My name is Steven. I think we need a vote on this, Brad. <laughs> you're welcome back anytime, Jared, if you're listening. You're probably not. <laughs> I'm sure he's listening. I'm he, sure he's in. If he's working similar type of thing to what he was before, I'm sure he listens to lots of podcasts. Yeah. I would yeah. too. Uh, right now, Brandon is not here, but he should be joining us shortly. He's just in the middle of something at the moment, and he he had he a hot day. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that's exactly what what's happening. Uh, uh, speaking of which, also, uh, Brandon and I had a hot date where we recorded a podcast together, and uh, it was a lot of fun. And you should listen to it. It's called. Uh, uh, well laid plans. I almost said all according to plan. Yeah, well, well that plans. was in the running, so. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well laid plans it's called... is shorter. Yes, and it's a better, I think it's a better time. And uh, it was a lot of fun, and you should listen to it, because we'd talk about making a roster for Midnight Suns. Uh, yeah, go watch that. You Check can... it out on YouTube, you can... whatever your podcast. Yeah, yeah. Why, what, YouTube? on our channel or in the same feed as this podcast if you're listening to audio in fact it should be the episode before this one indeed indeed uh all right let's go into news uh so we got some team tactics cards from for emma frost and for uh oh god psylocke i almost called her mystique Pasilic and that's wrong <laughs> <laughs> okay so we got to go over those uh how, how how should we break this up i don't know do emma first well the first thing that needs to happen is i need to open up i need to open them up here in cerebro what an amateur yeah, no, I know. Right, the first prepared. one alphabetically is Crimson Dawn. This is a Psylocke card. Okay. It's unaffiliated. It's reactive. When you flip her stat card, you can spend three to play the card. And she gains a superpower called Mark of the Crimson Dawn. At the beginning of this character's activation and after each of its actions... This character may place itself within range one. Additionally, this character gains healing factor one. I, think, I mean, that's pretty neat. That's I think it's cool. Neat. Even if it that's turns out neat. that she's bad and this is bad because she's bad. It's still cool. It is pretty neat. I like yeah. the... Uh, the downside is she has to have already been uh, been dazed. Yes. But, D 
do you remember when Brandon was like, she's bad magic? Yes. She may not be bad magic anymore with this card. <laughs> she okay. may be good magic. <laughs> with healing factor and placing three times. Yeah. In addition to the yeah. movement she already does, she can be anywhere. It also can allows you to aside? exceptional healing her. Yeah, go ahead. Um, who is the winged f person in the card? That is Archangel. So we don't have him yet, huh? No, we don't have him. Is that another and Wolverine variant? Yep, it is. Yeah, okay. that's definitely that's Logan. Yeah, that's Logan, and he's wearing a uh, a karate gi. All right, let's move on to the next one. It's called Psionic Constructs for Psylocke. Uh, and it is uh, an unaffiliated reactive card. Uh, when an allied character within range three of an allied Psylocke targets an enemy character with an attack, Psylocke may spend two power to play this card. The attack type is now Mystic. The allied character may re-roll any number of dice during this attack. Uh, that's pretty neat. Uh, turning it to Mystic is neat. Rerolling any yes. dice is very good. Very is excellent. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it, everybody's talking about Helios laser. laser yeah. Lasers. Oh my goodness! You get two less dice. <laughs> Oh, my goodness. But you do get to reroll. Oh, jeez. I didn't even think about that. <laughs> but you know who uh, I'm thinking about? I'm thinking about Doctor Strange and Seven Sons of Cinnabus. I don't remember uh, what Seven it... Sons does. Uh, it's hold a... on. Uh, go ahead and say that, but I want to. I want to check the wording on this real quick. It's a beam attack from Doctor Strange. Um, he has to have two allied characters within range two of him that are not dazed. And it is range five, eight dice, costing zero power. However, he has to spend three powers on the three power on the tactic card. So if you line up like, oh, I don't know, an E map and have four characters in there, that becomes pretty brutal with Strange's reroll and then her reroll. Okay, I have a rules clarification question here for psionic constructs. Uh, it says uh, when uh, when an allied character targets an enemy character with an attack, mm -hmm. that that means that this would not work. This would work for the first attack during a a like a beam weapon attack. But it wouldn't work for other attacks in that same beam weapon attack. I, I correct. Think, I think you're right, Fred. No, because yeah. it does not say attack action. Yeah, it does not say attack action. It says when you are targeted, when you target an enemy. So yeah. you would choose like, if the beam overs uh, hits three people, you'd start with person, let's say Red Skull, Master of Hydra, and then you decide to spend the power on Psylocke and turn it into a mystic for mm -hmm. that attack. Yeah. But then the rest of the attacks are normal. Look at well, this. Well, Strange can oh. only use his Eye of Agamotto on one of those 
characters too. So it kind of gives them a double reroll. Yeah. So. Kind yeah, kind of. <laughs> uh, Fre- uh look at yeah. this. Fred went from asking me all the time to pointing out something that I totally missed. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> I'm growing Fred- up everybody. <laughs> oh, he's uh, definitely getting better at this game. <laughs> <laughs> uh but uh yeah, I think that that's still an awesome card. I think that that I think both of those cards make Psylocke better. Yeah, absolutely. And, and the uh, you have to factor in whether you want to take two cards to make her better. But if you're bringing her, I think I don't think that the oh I don't know I don't think the first one is stapled to her, but I think that second one is stapled to her. Silent constructs. Yeah. No, I think that's situational because you really yeah. don't want that against convocation. Or your Midnight Suns that you created. I mean, yeah, you're right, but it still gives you rerolls on everything on, on an attack, which can yeah. be great. And it's for someone else's. It could be for any attack in the game. I mean, it's real uh, good. <laughs> well, I, I, I think I side with the first card because it does give you an A power and innate movement all the time. So, I, I mean, I think you're probably not going to take both. That you'll take whichever right. one fits your game plan better. And that I don't think either's bad if you're going to be taking her. Right. Okay. Let's move on to Emma Frost's cards. Uh, we'll start with the 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 affiliation. Uh, the No, that's not the affiliation one, is it? Headmistress? My health... Yes, it is. Headmistress no, is my, not. Head my Hellfire Club. Not. My Hellfire Club. Let's start with that one then. Oh my gosh, I brought up the other one. My <laughs> Hellfire Club. Uh, uh, unaffiliated, reactive, uh, and it's when it's included in your squad, if uh, the squad is unaffiliated and includes Emma Frost and this card, you may play this card. Your squad is now using the Hellfire Club affiliation, regardless of other affiliated characters. Emma Frost gains the following leadership ability, it is your active leadership, uh, and it is called White Queen's Pawns Affiliation Hellfire Club. Once per round, at the end of an allied character's activation, Emma Frost may use this leadership ability. When she does, all other allied characters contesting or holding objective tokens gain one power and remove one damage. All other allied characters not contesting or holding an objective lose one power and suffer one damage. Emma Frost gains one power for each power lost in this way and may remove one damage for each damage suffered in this way. It, that is very interesting. That is interesting. First off, uh, the, the first thing that I notice is that this is not in any way an X-Men or Brotherhood list. This can be yeah. any models. Right. Uh, yes, it can even be models that would otherwise be affiliated. So, for example, if you put her in an X-Men list and take this card, if you would be affiliated X-Men, you can choose not to be and then play the card. Yes. And then you would okay. be Hellfire Club. Okay. Which is, so this is... cool. But, but it, you could also play the best models with, 
in the game. <laughs> Just the best models. Sure. <laughs> what was your idea, Fred? I I don't. Uh, you could bring a, like a black order list and 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 have her suddenly become the the headmaster of the black order hellfire club yes i don't uh it is you can bring her in a roster and you can turn any roster into the hellfire club yep except dormammu except dormammu hey, oh that's true dormammu that's, true. that's the only cannot be in the hellfire club <laughs> he he made a major faux pas at one of the parties and they kicked him out and they told him he can never come back and then he said i am the hellfire <laughs> <laughs> i think i think that uh, okay let's talk about how this works this uh i i think it's good i it, giving people extra power and healing when they're contesting objectives is just innately useful it's yes. gonna come up and it's gonna be helpful and then the the uh, the the other side of it is an interesting thing where emma frost is basically leeching the power and life out of everyone who's not doing what they need to be doing yeah it's kind of like a punishment Yes. For everyone who's not participating in the battle. <laughs> uh, which is very fitting. Is that thematic? Is that oh, how that would the be? The Hellfire Club, it's not outright said, but it is written as like a BDSM club. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Interesting. I played this leadership last night in the one and only game I played. And it was interesting. My list was not the best list, but it, the leadership felt good. Like, I felt like. Well, it we will talk about. Yeah. we'll talk about that later. Yeah, but I'm uh, just saying, like, I've played with this. I, uh, I think it is worth playing. Okay. With, okay. With good better models than I played with. Is this better Weapon X leadership? You know what. The Weapon X models do go very well with this, I think. All that oh, healing no. factor. Oh, no. <laughs> Don't tell me that. <laughs> well, yeah, okay. let's move on. Let's move on to the next card. Let's do Headmistress next. Uh, and this is a card for the Uncanny X-Men. It is the, an active played card. And during Emma Frost's activation, she may spend X power to play this card for each power spent an allied uncanny x-men character that is not holding an objective may advance medium oh my god <laughs> i want uh, so bad to break this first turn and there's just no way it it, it doesn't not work doesn't not you can oh, tell me tell me your thoughts brad the, i want to hear your the thoughts. best i can do is three and it would require playing advanced R&D and Wong and she would have no power on her afterwards and that doesn't seem like a good first turn play okay for X-Men okay. I want it so bad to work first turn and it just doesn't yeah well there's there's a character who benefits from it though quite quite greatly. 
and that's um, that's Colossus. Colossus does like to see this because he's mm -hmm. so slow. Uh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Then, then you can get him to bodyguard range to Emma. So. Hey, so, how about uh, that card is... art? Do you guys know yeah, who those who's... people are? Is one of them Bishop? Nope, no Bishop. So Is one of them Domino? No, no Domino. Jubilee? Jubilee. Only one person in this picture is in the game, and it's Emma Frost. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> okay. On the left, the back of the head is Chamber, and then Jubilee, and then Emma Frost in the middle. And then that's Banshee. And then that looks like, oh, no. I At first, I thought that was Professor X. And I was like, why is he standing? No, that's Everett Thompson. Um, uh, what is his code name? Sink. That's Sink. I know none of these characters. These are Generation X characters, which is a fabulous comic. Okay. Okay. Well, so it looks let's like move there's on. a lot of spoilers here. So <laughs> this, we can yeah, hope. This is we can hope for the future. The, in fact, a lot of these cards have people who aren't in the game yet. Good, because there's Archangel on the other one. Well, let's move on to Mind Transfer, which also has a new character that we don't have. Oh my goodness! It's Pyro's boyfriend, A Avalanche. Ah, Avalanche. I at least have heard of Avalanche. <laughs> All right. Uh, uh, this is an mind transfer. It is an unaffiliated card, and it is an active card. And during Emma Frost's activation, she may spend four power to play this card. Choose an enemy character with an activated token within range three of Emma Frost. Move an activated token from the chosen character to another enemy character that does not have an activated token within range two of the chosen character. Oh, that's gross. <laughs> uh, I could see that being very situational. Like, it could be devastating, and it could also be something that never comes up during a game. Also, it's four power, which is pretty expensive. My, my first reaction to this card was, oh, that's really cool. And then the more I thought about it, the more I was like, no, this is bad. This will never come okay. up and be helpful. Actually, well, what they got, uh, I, I mean, it could it could land on a Hulk. Or uh, a, Hulk a, is like no. the best case scenario because that is a model people usually wait to activate. And putting an uh, activate uh, yeah. token on it is bad. I but, got a situation where you wouldn't want to use this card. Um, you would use it on grunt characters because they can't activate again. That's after the true. Oh, interesting. You could move a grunt activated token to someone else. You got to watch out for Yes. You got to watch out for those players who are playing uh Shadowland Daredevil and Electra together though. Yeah, like that <laughs> happens. Cuz they'll get to activate their grunts twice. <laughs> But what I'm saying is, I mean, yeah, they can't activate up, again. That's a, that yeah. is tech I had not thought of. That's that's probably worth making it in the ten. 
Yeah, it's situational, but I mean, with Daredevil and uh, Red Skull, it's it's not unusual where you would see that. Oh, yeah, effective. Red Skull always goes first, so. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I see what you're saying, and it's for power. It, well, it is a case where it's extremely situational. If she is the leader, she'll have it. Okay. Fair. It's uh, it, I think you're right. I don't I'm not I'm not blown away by this card. No, it's barely playable. Yeah. So, uh those are the cards that we got for the Emma Frost and Psylocke pack. Uh I think that some of them are quite good. And the Hellfire Club, oh god. <laughs> Brad's gonna start play, uh, bringing the the Weapon X team with the Hellfire Club leadership and just start wrecking face. Wait, you couldn't bring the dossier, could you? If you're under the Hellfire uh, leadership, you could not bring it. <laughs> I'm, is it, I'm pretty sure that is it Weapon affiliated. X affiliated? I'm pretty yeah, but, sure. But making Sabretooth gain a power and healing factor two, or you know what I mean? It's it's just ridiculous, right. right? You cannot take the dossier. Okay. Which is, I mean, that's another tactics card slot you freed up. Maybe mm -hmm. I'll actually <laughs> take two restricted cards now. <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay, well, there we go, everybody. Brad's gonna be even more deadly with the Weapon X team. Uh, let's <laughs> uh, let's move right along. Uh, let's talk for a little bit about another game. Let's talk about Shatterpoint here, real quick. Yeah, we kind of forgot last week, so just a quick catch yeah, up to our listeners about what they've told us about Shatterpoint. I'm gonna keep it very brief. So last week we learned about their um, system of uh objectives and that's pretty neat they have different ones go live at different points in the game um you're trying it's like a a tug of war of points and when you get it all the way to your side you win uh whatever they call it you get you get a point you have to get two points to win so um, then this week we learned a little bit more about that. So there aren't any rounds in the game. You just activate your guys. And when, they're, when you're done activating all your guys, you activate them again. And there's no turn structure. And your opponent does the same thing. And it's random. So you have a deck of cards with all your models' pictures on them. And you flip over a card, and that's who you have to activate. There is two oh. mechanics to control that. Fred, you're hearing this for the first time, aren't you? Yes, this is the first time I'm hearing it. And right now, I've, I'm skeptical. Yeah. I'm skeptical, but so, tell me about the control. There is one card that is wild, and you can activate anyone you want. Okay. And there are these force points. You get a number of force points... Uh, it's on character cards, mostly the primary units, the leaders. 
but you get a number of force points and those are your points for the entire game you can spend a force point to put the card aside and draw again and at, okay. at any point you can choose to activate instead of drawing a card you can activate that put aside card you can only have one card put aside and it uses your force points which are limited for the entire game those force points also activate your force powers that your Jedi and Sith and stuff have. So they're valuable points. Huh, okay. This has told me that this game is going to be a casual game. Right. I, yeah, I don't <laughs> uh, think it's going to have a big tournament scene. I was just thinking, like, what happens during a game when the person that you really desperately need to activate is on the bottom of the deck? Uh, I, you hope for the wild? I mean... Yeah. Yeah. yeah that, that's... That's... Okay. okay. Once you get through uh, your... Once you get through your deck, you take out anyone who died, and then you shuffle it back together, and you draw off the top again. Okay. Well... That's that's how that's gonna work. Yeah, it's like I, it's even more random than Legion, and Legion was yeah, borderline was on the whole tournament thing. I don't think this will be a tournament game. They're like they made MCP and they told everyone it was a casual game, and this community went bet, and then MCP went no for real. This one is going to be casual, guys. <laughs> you mean AMG? AMG. Who do I say? You said MCP. MCP. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Same the, thing. But uh, the uh, I am. Yeah, this is going to be a casual game, and I'm not against that. I'm going to no. probably still buy it and play it. And I need before I cast any judgment, I need to play it. I need to see how it plays out. So um, I'm not into that as a, as a system. I'm loving I, I, the. I'm loving this whole thing about I was going to buy the game so I could play with all my friends who were going to buy the game. And now, like, half those people are like, oh, I'm not sure about this game. So I might not have to buy this game. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, who am I kidding? Okay. They have cool clone models. Uh, a game also... you never buy is a game you'll never be frustrated by. <laughs> That's true. That's true. <laughs> this is AMG, and AMG has a good track record of making fun and playable games so and killing armada they make, yeah yeah <laughs> they didn't invent armada though but they did but, kill uh, it they took it out back did, and put a bullet through its head i'm looking at a whole bunch of armada models right now and and a small tear is going Here. down my cheek here is the difference between amg and fantasy flight Fancy Flight was just never going to talk about the game again, and AMG said, guys, we don't have anything planned right now. Right, right. Uh, 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 Fantasy <laughs> Flight was like, uh, let's sweep this under the rug, and AMG yeah. was like, hey, hey, people, we hear that you want this, and we're going to tell you that you're not getting anything. Yeah. <laughs> Christmas is canceled, but that's okay. Now you know, so that when December 25th comes around, you aren't yeah, you can just go get some Chinese food and watch a yeah. movie. Have a nice time. Watch it. It's a Wonderful Life instead of playing Armada. 
All right, let's move on. Let's move off of Shatterpoint. Uh, uh, and let's talk about Cerebro. Uh, oh, Brad, hey. do you have anything to add about Cerebro? Yeah, Cerebro is an MCP roster builder. You can also play games on it. It has a dice calculator. It has resources. It has reference. Uh, um, shoot, what was I going to say? Uh, user accounts are necessary to build lists and are and will always be free. Uh, the app all, will always be free. If you haven't checked it out, cerebromcp.com and Google web stores real soon for Google, which is a, not necessarily a, a good thing, but I wanted to point out something. So I'm going to go over here to tactics and follow along at home if you're listening uh, instead of watching. But I'm going to turn off this new thing because I recently had a question from someone who was using. Why did that not turn off? There it goes. That was using Cerebro and they had a um, an argument with someone in their community about a card. And that card is Grievous Wounds. And uh, now I have the card with the new wording on it. So it's Grievous Wounds has the correct, correct second paragraph. But I did not know there was actually a physical copy that had the new wording. But any card that has an errata, if you go over, see this is the tags, is the second window. And then errata and FAQ is the third one over and then after that is all the pretty artworks but the important part was the errata is always there so you should swipe twice over to see any errata on any card um, like spider-man the card is correct with the right amount of health because uh i got a photoshop copy where someone photoshopped the five into a six. But <laughs> even before I got that, it showed uh, it showed in the errata that his health on the front side should be six. So check the erratas. They're often relevant. Like the one for Grievous Wounds means that um, it won't prevent Immortal Hulk from living if he doesn't already have an immortal token but it will prevent him from healing during the activation phase every time you activate a model so probably relevant we will talk more about that later no we won't because this is immortal hulk's episode i think that's all for cerebro today okay Okay, uh, then let's move on. Let, uh, first, let's talk about a, an upcoming tournament. Uh, there's going to be an upcoming tournament in Charleston. Uh, I should say it's going to be at Lost Legion Games in South Charleston. So look that up online if you're interested in coming. And show up on, what's the date of the tournament there, Brad? Uh, March 18th. On March 18th, everybody. We have... Uh, Nine or ten already say that they were coming. 
Really? Holy moly. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. That's great. I, I'm glad to hear it, everyone. We're going to have a good that time. That was counting you, Fred. You are coming? Yes, I am. Okay. I I'm a be. maybe. That's You were the or Ted. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for including me. But We hope to see you there. Uh, we will understand if you can't make it because it is quite there, a journey for you. There will be a trophy. Because for me? If I come? Well, for the first place player, because one of the other players coming got real excited and bought a trophy. Thanks, Ryan. I know you don't listen to the podcast, but thanks. Fred already has a list in. There's no way this is the list you're actually going to play that day, Fred. Uh, it is the list that I've put in. I is have it, already it, put my list in. Is it the list you created? No. No. That's why I'm because saying it's not going to be it. Well, I don't have those models. So we can make arrangements, be... Brad. Mm, we'll see. We'll see. March 18th is quite a ways away still. Ryan is Let's Ryan signed up with Hellfire Club. <laughs> okay. Is he? Yeah. <laughs> Just move on. It's fine. Okay. All right. Let's move Let's talk about the games we've played recently. Uh this is the day after our our uh, Charleston area game night. Uh, Steven, do you have any games that you've played recently that you want to bring up? No, I'm working in Naples, Florida. Even though I have my models with me, no, nowhere to play. So, oh boy. Anyway, I'm sad. That is unfortunate, but uh, understandable. Uh, what about you, Brad? I know that you got a game in yesterday. I did. You want to talk about that? I did. I played against Michael, right? I didn't play you. I played Michael. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yes. I remember because I played against that. I, I feel like my most common opponent recently has been Michael playing Red Skull 2. Um, <laughs> I played Emma Frost, Hellfire Club, with Logan. X-23, Domino, Mystique. And he played Red Skull 2, Red Guardian, uh, Bob, Spider-Woman. That might be it. That's all I can think of. And I have not lost a game this bad in a long time. Ooh, ooh. I really? was I was up on points the first turn and then way behind the second turn. And then the third turn I finally realized I should probably it was a D and Emma was just sitting on my home D getting a point. I realized I probably uh -huh. should move her off because he was in Red Skull was in energy mode. And she was my mystic attacks. And I yeah. moved her off and I made an attack and I didn't daze him, but that was fine. I was like set up for the next turn. And Michael's like, I get seven points and win. And I'm like, oh. Oh, okay. How did he get seven <laughs> points? He got three of the Ds. 
and he got we were playing what was the extract he had all four of them uh scrolls he had all four scrolls oh boy <laughs> so he oh just boy. got seven points of one Oops. <laughs> Oops. well um yeah uh i had a game against michael also where i was playing uh the new midnight suns roster that i cooked up with brandon during our podcast and i let me just say that i really enjoy midnight suns <laughs> i i think that it's a really cool uh, affiliation and i need to buy those models asap even though uh, you played it wrong. Even though I played it wrong, I I, I used an uh, a, a not ideal characters. I that uh, it, it, if I had played different characters, I would have done better and possibly won. I still feel like I did great, and I still enjoyed the game immensely. So, and and I was. You're going to hear me be very trepidatious about Iron Fist in the podcast with Brandon. I take it all back. Iron Fist is awesome. I like him a lot. Fred, you also Fred, you also need to remember that Voodoo is immune to incinerate. So he should be uh, one of the first yeah, picks he, for Demons Downtown. Demons Downtown. Yep. I didn't bring Dr. Voodoo in Demons Downtown. And that was a mistake. <laughs> but uh, I I was playing against Michael's Red Skull 2 list. I played, we were playing 19 points, and I went uh, tall AF, uh, to say the least. I brought Blade, Malekith, uh, Ghost, Rider. Uh, Ghost Rider, and the Iron Fist. And while that was not good, I should have not brought Malekith. I should have brought... Uh, Malekith should have been like Voodoo three. and Moon Knight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Voodoo and Moon yep. Knight. Exactly. Voodoo and Moon Knight. Uh, but it still played great. It still played fun. And I enjoyed the game immensely. Even though I lost pretty handily, <laughs> Michael kicked my ass. So you're saying you like the bump? I love the bump. I loved it. It was so much fun. The bump in the night. And yeah, I, I guess. Yeah, I think it's the most ubiquitous uh, leadership in the game because you can use it all the time. Yeah. It is, it will, and it is always useful. Man, let me tell you, uh, Iron Fist is way back. I had him back behind cover. He bumps and he's within range three of. Uh, Baron Strucker, he flying kicks Baron Strucker. Suddenly he's uh, range one on the other side of Baron Strucker. He flying kicks uh, Red Skull, and he's on the other side of Red Skull on the faraway point in one action, one activation. That was awesome. <laughs> it was yep. very fun to do. Movement is powerful. Yes, it is. And you don't roll any dice. <laughs> Right? I mean, <laughs> it was very good. Uh, I, I, I am a Midnight Suns convertee right here. I'm converted. Oh, no. I might have to make a I podcast. Then. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, let's move on. Uh, unless there's anything else anyone would like to talk about. Um, okay. 
No. Uh, then we're doing the Immortal Hulk today. And, oh boy. <laughs> this guy's going to see some play. Nah. Okay, so let's... <laughs> uh, uh, I've got him opened up here. Uh, let me zoom in so that I can see him properly. Okay, the Immortal Hulk, Bruce Banner. His defenses are four, three, and five. He has 15 stamina. He is seven threat. He's size four, and he moves short. Uh, his first attack is called Smash. It is range two and throws seven dice. It costs no power. Uh, and it has the normal builder rules, and it has a wild throw, uh, that if it will throw a size four or less short. His spender attack is called Gamma Burst. It is range three. It throws ten dice and costs five power. Uh, before damage is dealt, this character may throw the target character short. That is unsized restricted, and there's no uh, there's no trigger. It just happens. And it's also before damage is dealt, which is even better. Uh, and then the target character does not gain power from damage dealt by this attack. Uh, would they gain power from the throw damage? I think yes. they would. Yes. Correct? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Brad, why don't you take the, the uh, first three superpowers there? The first one is Gamma Leap. It's the same Gamma Leap. Cost three, place them within two. Next one is Leave Hulk Alone. It costs three, and it is a train throw. Choose an interactive train feature uh, or enemy character. Or sorry. enemy character. Or enemy character. It's yeah. just a regular throw. Uh, both size four or less within two, and throw at medium. Uh, super can be only used once per turn. This is the same throw he had before, right? Just renamed. Yeah, but, but it only costs two power. Oh, it, it only cost two power before. Okay. And then mm -hmm. Endless Rage, during the power phase, this character gains two additional power, which he also had before. All right, Steven, why don't you finish out the card and talk about the the superpower that it makes him different than the original Hulk? Sure. Um, we have an innate superpower called Immortality. During the cleanup phase, if this character has a Daze token... And an, in, and an immortality token, it is KO'd. Otherwise, during the cleanup phase, while this character is dazed, if the character does not have an immortality token, it removes all special conditions and all power from itself. For each power removed this way, it removes one damage from itself. It then removes its dazed token and gains an immortality token. So that's the only way you can gain an immortality token um, from from the the uh, being dazed. Um, the green door, another innate superpower, at the end of each turn, not just Hulk's turn, not just your turns for other characters, but everybody's turn. If this character has an immortality token, it may remove one damage from itself. If this character ever has no damage it removes its immortality token. So you start the cycle again. And then the last innates are immunity, and those include hex, poison, and stun. 
which he had oh, poisoned and stunned before, but Hex is new. Oh, boy. Uh, all right. So this is the Immortal Hulk. Uh, he's a Hulk with 15 health instead of 20, and he doesn't die when you kill him. Uh, this is nasty. Uh, I, I, uh, this, is, this guy is very good uh, on first blush, on my first look. He loses some of the things that, that Hulk had, like he doesn't have a beam attack, and his throw costs one more, and he is one threat higher, but... He does not get angrier. Oh, and he doesn't get angrier. You're right. You're right. But you, he's got a lot more table presence in that he's, he's even harder to remove than the original Hulk. So, uh, what are your guys' thoughts? <laughs> so I don't know if I said this on the podcast, but I I was talking about when uh, there could be an immortal Hulk that maybe he just he doesn't have a lot of health, but he just keeps coming back. I was kind of half right on that. <laughs> <laughs> he just keeps you, coming back. He just keeps yeah, coming back, and he is I'll, like. It's baffling. Like, wow. Just, he yeah, seems we're, so we're all, good. We're a little speechless right now. Uh, the Okay, so the fact that he heals at every character's activation. Yeah. Like, it, it, is, it says every turn. So every time a character activates, he heals one. Uh... <laughs> That is, is that not how that? That's mostly true. Okay, if, what is? You, tell me why. If you do a chained true. activation, he heals once at the end of the second character's activation. Okay, so like, follow me. Yeah, or uh, Proxima Midnight and yeah. uh, Corvus Slave. Or uh, Sin and Crossbones. Sin and Crossbones. If anyone's playing them. Yeah, yeah. If if Sin and Crossbones see Immortal Hulk on the other side of the table, I think they just point their their uh, range five laser in their own mouth. Probably. Uh, yeah, or they blow themselves up with two ash and cinder, which is something that I have actually done. <laughs> over and over All right. again. Yeah, I think I've hurt myself with that more than anyone else. Um, this this guy's really good. <laughs> yeah. He's really good. Yeah. Uh, he, he's he's really hecking good, I would say. It's a Hulk that you can't get rid of, and that's terrifying. I don't think he goes thing... everywhere. <laughs> no. No, uh, I don't think he goes everywhere. I, uh, this is obviously... Uh, he's got places where that will remove him. Like, if, if there's... He is. If you're up against a very tall list... You could get him. He could die. He could still get taken out pretty quickly. Grievous Wounds also helps take him out. Yes. If Let's you, talk about Grievous Wounds. Yeah, if you play Grievous Wounds after he has the Immortality Token, then the Green Door doesn't do anything. Right. So, I mean, for that round, obviously. Yeah, for that round. But that means you can probably kill him. Yeah. Uh, and the amount of healing that he gets during the uh, um, when he gets K- when he gets dazed 
is based on the amount of power that he has. So if you have attacks that will remove power instead of give it to him, like, say, uh, Ghost Rider's Spender, that will or remove the power. One of my favorite yeah. underplayed characters, Wasp. She, oh, ha- okay. she has an attack where you don't get power. And it's energy, his lowest defense. Okay. But I think yeah, the... Fred was talking specifically about removing power, so I think that's Rogue and Ghost Rider only, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Deadpool. Deadpool, yep. Oh, Deadpool. <laughs> yeah, the, uh, so if you can manage to reduce the amount of power he has when he is KO'd, when he's dazed, it will make it easier to finish the job. My, he will I, heal left. I have a rules question that I don't think has been answered yet. What if at the cleanup phase he's dazed, does not have an immoral immortality token, and he has no power? I think he he'll just re-daze, right? I think he just re-dazes. And, and then at the end of the next cleanup phase he dies. He KOs. Uh, hold on. Does not have mortality. Remove this. Days took an animal. I think he dies right or, there. Or no. Yeah, I think he dies Wouldn't, right there. Oh, okay. Because he'll he gain a right dazed there. and an immortality token, and then during the cleanup phase, it might be the next turn. Here's the it issue might be if the it's next the next turn. turn. Would he heal? Would he heal? Uh. I don't think I don't you I don't think you can heal if you have a daze token. I think that's in the okay. base rules. Okay. Okay. I th- that sounds correct cuz you couldn't like field medic. You couldn't patch up someone who uh has is dazed. Yeah. Is dazed. Yeah. Right. Uh I bet yeah, That's an interesting question. <laughs> fitting him into lists, I would not be surprised if he is completely unaffiliated. Like he he's gonna be like uh, the Punisher, yeah. In that he has no affiliations at no all. No affiliations. Okay. He, that would be good because, I mean, if if he's affiliated with something, I think that they bring him in every single game, whatever the faction is. He is well, affiliated Dark Dimension and uh, Hellfire Club, though. Oh God! <laughs> right. Oh God! Um, right. That's funny. I, I think uh, <laughs> one of the teams that is uh, less played is uh, their stock went up with this character quite a bit. Who's that? What are you thinking? Defenders. Because Did... you have Wong and Doctor Strange in that oh, affiliation. Oh, to heal him. Yeah. Correct. So as long as he has nothing, no damage, he removes that more token a lot quicker yeah Ugh. Ugh. gross i hate it <laughs> i hate him <laughs> i hate this guy he's, Defend- he's gonna be the bane of every game i play i'm defenders, gonna have- defenders protect him the best because strange can protect him with the shields right i mean and then heal him up and then long heals him and you know it and that's on their activation so Wong's two heal becomes three 
Strangers 3 becomes 4. I mean, it's ridiculous. Yeah, you're right. Hood could heal him up. Yeah, but I I I don't know if you go that far, you know what I mean? So. Right, right. Yeah, this is I I mean, he so what we're talking about here, this guy's really good. Yeah. Uh, he has 15 health instead of 20 which might be a little bit easier to to chip away on i think that it uh there have been many times where i have thrown everything i have into hulk and he had less than five stamina remaining and so i think that that's kind of nice that he's no longer he has less from top to bottom health than the original hulk did but in throwing everything at him, Fred, he's going to heal. Yeah, I know. So if you, so if you have five activations to take him down, it's he's going to heal five. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. I mean, initially, before <laughs> before I even <laughs> has an immortality token. Holy moly, y'all! I, I am I I I don't know where to go here. This guy is really really good uh do you uh, and he's quite straightforward like you guys he just punches and throws stuff you guys think he'll get a nerf i don't you know what no. i don't think he's gonna get a nerf i think he's good but he's not like so i i sound like i'm i'm salty i think he's great i think he's not broken because i mean uh, there's he you can fight him there's stuff you can do to deal with him. Mm -hmm. You just have to know that he's coming and bring a list that can at least shell out enough damage to make him you really know who else? You know who else is in Defenders? Ghost Rider. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> if you bring... Hold on. But if you're going to bring Ghost Rider, Doctor Strange, and Hulk... That's that 17. right there is 17 points. That's and it's probably not a very good list. That is that is an exceptionally tall list. Yeah, but I mean, we're just speculating here. We don't even know what his cards do. But I want to I want to mention something to Brad. Yeah, you, you know this green door power. I wish that all the healing factor characters had this power on their on their injured side. Oh and my then gosh. When they, and when they got back to their uh, their full health on their injured side, they would flip to healthy. That'd be too good. The, be too yeah, good. The, the flip to healthy is too good, but even this power would be very good. Like the They would all have one. to be at least a point greater, a threat more than they are, if not more than that. Yeah, that'd be, I said. That would be, be very it, thematic. It would be cool. Yeah, it would be very cool. It's so hard to kill, but let's uh, let's talk about our letter grades for this gentleman right here, for the Immortal Hulk. Uh, I think that I'm gonna start. Man, uh, I'll start, and I'm I'm really tempted to to give him an S. I'm really tempted. Uh. To the point that I'm going to say it, I'm giving him an S. I'm giving him an S here. 
I said it. That's my that's my letter grade. Now tell me mm -hmm. I'm wrong. Tell me why I'm wrong. Uh, okay, Fred, uh, you ready? I'll tell you yeah. why you're wrong. Because you're always wrong. But he is an ass. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Stephen, what are you giving him? Well, an S to me is a character that goes everywhere, and I don't think he does go everywhere, so I'm not going to put him at an S. Okay. I, w I will give him an A, though. Okay. And barring some cards, I mean, like I said, I just don't think he's going to fit everywhere. I mean, you're not going to put him in with Malekith, right? So. True. Correct. I will not. I think that he is uh, at uh, I think that seven points is crossing a line that six points doesn't cross where it makes it so that he's just too tall to fit into some lists. Correct. Yes. And uh, I think that that is the case with this gentleman. Um, yeah, you're not taking him with Thanos Black Order, right? So true. Yeah, because that would be 15 points with two models on the table. <laughs> Yeah. So, I mean, it's just just one of those things where, yes, I understand the grades that both of you gave. You're, gave, you're also but... not playing Voodoo or Black Cat or any of those other models with Thanos Black Order. Yeah, that's true. That's true. So that's, those that's models are S models. Yeah. Well, I, yeah. just because he can't fit everywhere is why I don't... Uh, and I don't put him in that tier. I, I will defend your right to do it, good sir. I don't agree with you, but I defend your right to say what you said. <laughs> That's okay. That's okay. Uh, yeah, the um, I, I I think he I, I but that being said, I do think he's totally S tier, and the I think that this is another character that everyone is going to have to factor in when they make their rosters. Just because the 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 idea that your opponent might bring Immortal Hulk is gonna change what you bring. Everybody's gonna stack Grievous Wounds. I bet you're right. I bet Grievous Wounds sees a ton of play from this point forward. It'll I be bet the tenth, tenth card. Yeah, it's just gonna be in every roster, uh, Grievous Wounds, so that you can finally remove this. Uh, this effing Hulk from the table. <laughs> menace. The word you're looking for is menace. It's menace. This green menace from the table. Okay, so a yeah, little, a little retrospection. Uh, his counterpart, who's also seven, which one is better? His counterpart, who's also seven. Malakith. Malakith. He's better than Malakith. Uh, you're asking which one's better? Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Immortal Hulk is better. Yeah, Immortal Hulk's better than Malkith. I think Immortal okay. Hulk's definitely better. Like, I don't uh, think I just, it's of a fight. <laughs> I just wanted to bounce that off, that's all. What? I just wanted to bounce that off, the, that idea. You oh, know? yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, Malekith does a lot, and he and the stuff he does is different than what Hulk does. Uh, I think Hulk is better, because <laughs> Malekith can, can get removed. Uh, from the table. Malekith only has 17 total stamina. And but he has, he has defense tech, though. That's true. 
but less defense tech after the errata. And yeah, I I mean I'm not saying it's bad. I'm not saying that Malekith is bad. Or I'm I just think that Immortal Hulk is gonna see more table play than Malekith does, probably by a long shot. And uh, Immortal Hulk is gonna change more rosters than Malekith does. I I I I can see that in the short term. Yeah. Okay. Uh, is there anything else we want to talk about Immortal Hulk with? Mm, go buy him? <laughs> yeah, yeah, go go buy him when he becomes available. Uh, and be prepared to play against him a lot. Bring some Grievous Wounds. Go get Omega Red's pack so you have Grievous Wounds card. Uh, also, Enchantress and Angela have that. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, let's move on. Uh, Brad, do you have any comic book recommendations that you'd yeah, like to talk about? Yeah, this was... I've probably said this before, but this was definitely the easiest comic recommendation so far. You have said that... I think you said that last episode. Yeah, this was easier. <laughs> this is okay. even easier. <laughs> the only thing I can recommend for Immortal Hulk is the series Immortal Hulk. 50 issues. Al Ewing, Joe Bennett. This is where this character comes from. It's the only thing he's been in technically, this version of Hulk. Um, it's one of, if not the best Hulk comics to ever come out. It's probably not what you think of when you think of a Hulk story. Um, the story is cerebral, smart, adds layers to the Hulk he's never had before. Um, Al Ewing, one of the smartest writers in comics right now, and he brought his A game. It is, and probably will forever be, the best Hulk comic. That's it. Go okay. read it. It's on Marvel Unlimited. That's some pretty high praise. Okay. Yeah, you uh, can't kill Hulk. Can can I? Uh, okay, so. I find Hulk's probably in the various Hulk movies and Hulk things that have come out. He's one of the lesser interesting uh, superheroes in. Now, this is from my perception of the movies. It, I, I, I think that is also true of a lot of the comics, but not this one. Okay. Okay. This one avoids that yeah. pitfall. It's not. Okay. It is, it is about life and death and the afterlife and who's really in charge of the universe and, and also about like human connection hey, Brad, and what makes us is, us. Yeah. Is this the one that has a lot of body horror in it? Yes. It does have a lot of body horror too. Ooh. Okay. Yeah. It's it's very good Hulk comics. And then okay. the the next writer to write Hulk just completely ignored all of it. Cuz that's, <laughs> that's how comics work. Yeah. Yeah. Uh well, uh, we still do not have a Brandon joining us. We um, don't. 
So I will have to make a list for Hulk and where Hulk to go in. You ready? Uh, wow. To be, uh, oh, to be fair, Brandon is just creeping in the background. Oh, oh, Brandon's here. Brandon is oh, also wait. using the wrong mic. Yeah. Brandon's not using the wrong mic. I'm just in the car. Oh, okay. Yeah, I've been stuck in traffic, so I haven't been able to just been creeping in the background. Okay, Brandon, okay. give us a grade for Hulk. Um, I am actually more with Steven than I am with you guys. I don't actively think he's better than uh, Hulk 1, and I don't know if he's all that much better than Malekith. Um, I think Malekith has an advantage because he has a leadership and a very deep roster with that leadership and cabal. Um, so I, I'm at that A+. Plus. I'm not sure. I'm not sold that he's an S-tier model. I think he's great. I just I don't, I don't. just think you play Hulk 1 over him is really the only argument I have against it. I think you just play 6-point Hulk. I think 6-point Hulk's better in almost every aspect. But but what if some people who are speculating if are that right? yeah i mean if it's i uh, yeah i mean then it then it flips right and then he's yeah and then he just takes that spot i'm i'm fully on team with he's an s-tier model if hulk one is not legal to play which i don't but, think will happen but we never if Hulk one is legal to play yeah if hulk one is legal to play i i think he's just the spot you put if like if you have one spot for a six, seven, or eight, like it's probably Hulk one because of the seven point like weird math that occurs with the seven point model. Um, Malekith before his nerf was easily splashed in every roster that existed, or as a threat that actually like ever anticipated to put on the board. I feel like, and I think that could happen with Immortal Hulk as well, but I think you're going to run into seven. It's just a weird number for a lot of affiliations um, that are playing a lot more threes. Threes and twos. Where you want to go super wide to your math kind of just gets wonky because you don't really have the force to pair with them. Um, hey, hey, Brandon, can I cut yeah. you off? Uh, uh, I'm having a lot of trouble hearing what you're saying. Uh, I, 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 can, can we hear this take in the next episode? Yeah. Yeah. You're good. I can, I can, I'll, I'll bow back out. Okay. All right. I, I don't mean to cut you off. It was just, I was having a lot of trouble hearing you. <laughs> no, you're good. Okay. All right. Uh, uh, before you go, can you speak real clearly and say a, a list affiliation that you would bring him in? Did we? Did he? I think he gone? he's gone. I think he's gone. So he's gone, gone. Okay, never mind. I got a list. <laughs> you ready? You got a list. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know exactly where you play this guy. Where do you play him, Brad? Hellfire Club. Yep. Yep. <laughs> okay. There it is. I mean, you're right. That, that would He'll be, be so fun. good at Hellfire Club. He'd probably be really good, actually. Yeah, you're right. Because you could heal him with her leadership. Yeah. Okay. Well, there the you correct go. answer is Guardians of the Galaxy. Guardians of the Galaxy. Okay. That is that's the answer. I think it's I think he fits in really well with Guardians of the Galaxy. 
Uh, Kingpin Criminal Syndicate. I think, uh, I mean, that's not wrong. Any of them fit in really well as Kingpin. All the <laughs> big, beefy boys. Yeah, the fact that he doesn't die and always stays healthy, though, I'm going to bow out again. <laughs> <laughs> I knew I'd get him with okay. the Kingpin. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, I guess that leaves it up to me for a, a non-sequitur recommendation. So I've, I watched recently a movie that I had never seen before, which is pretty criminal because I love puppetry. I love – and specifically Jim Henson. Uh, and that movie is a movie called Labyrinth. Uh, oh, my god. Do, is that a positive? Oh my god! Yes, oh my god? I, it's it's also negative in that you didn't watch that a million oh, times growing up. No, I didn't. I missed it. God. I missed it, and and that's entirely unacceptable because it was great. It was a great movie. It was a lot of fun. And there's a character in it called Ludo, who every time he talked, he reminded me of Hulk. Every single time, <laughs> uh, and he's also has more personality and more charisma than most actors today. And he's a puppet. So. Wow. <laughs> wow. I, That's such I, a good I, movie. I, I, it really uh, is a good movie. It's, it's aggressively eighties and it has uh, David Bowie, uh, several David Bowie musical sequences. Um, uh, and it's, and it's, just wonderful it's a great movie that you should watch it's streaming on netflix right now go fred, watch it fred did you know did you notice joe uh david bowie's giant bulge i mean of course <laughs> do you know that that is a cod piece because they thought it would oh, be God, funny really? if they gave him just <laughs> the biggest bulge <laughs> Oh, oh wow. Fred, Fred yeah. I got another puppet movie for you. Oh, yeah? What is that? It's by Peter Jackson, of all people. Uh, it's called... Is it the horror movie by Peter Jackson? No, it's called Meet oh. the Feebles. Meet the Feebles? I've, I don't think I've ever heard of that. <laughs> take, a, take a watch. <laughs> okay, I will. <laughs> I, uh, uh, I'll track it down. Uh, yeah. While we're talking about movies people should watch, a student reminded me, I think today, about the movie Arrival, uh, about space aliens and yeah. talking to them. If you've not seen that movie, you should. It is very good. Yes, I love that movie. It, Amy I, Adams is great. Yeah. He mentioned it today, and I'm like, man, I got to watch that movie again. I think that movie benefit uh, well. <laughs> yes, it, it, that, benefits from a re rewatch. I'm yeah, sure it does. Yeah. I got yeah. you all beat because I'm old, so it was Close Encounters of the Third Kind. Oh, that was uh, the see, Arrival I is also a love that movie. Arrival is a very different movie, though. It is. I know. I know. That. It's a different movie. Uh, I, that being said, I love both of them. They're both good movies. All right, that's enough. That's enough of us talking. Uh, we've talked too much. Have fun out there. Have some games. And watch out for Mortal Hulk. Have good gaming, Jared. <laughs>